Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. Episode of the Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who just wants to set the world on fire, Jacob. Let it burn, let it burn, let it burn. Why, thank you. I'd like to introduce our co host, a man who just wants the burnish to be free. Welcome, Drew. How are you doing, Jacob? Uh, I wish there was a nice fire in front of us right now. Yes, instead of a fi- freezing cold right I, now. I, I love how this timed out. <laughs> yes. Because. We put this on the list back in September. Yes. You put it on the list, actually. Yes, I did. And it didn't come out until we were in the middle of Snowpocalypse 2021 here in East Texas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, right Right now in East Texas, we are going through like the worst blizzard ever. And in so, like 30 years. In 30 years. Because I remember as a kid... Back in like 1990 something, like we had, it was like seven degrees for like one day and it was a mixture of ice and snow. It was the most wonderful day ever. And then when you were a kid, when I was a kid, when yeah. you have to go to work in it. Yeah, exactly. Which, thankfully, I have not. You, on the other hand. Yes, I had I had to work today. <laughs> thank the Lord. I had, uh, thank you, Travis Riddle, Riddle from uh, Riddle Construction uh, for giving me the ride. I hope your family enjoys the uh, chocolate covered strawberries, which apparently they did. Good. Uh, and then I got a ride from, yeah, uh, David Greetham. Hmm. Uh, thank you so much for giving me a ride. Uh, it's a friend of uh, our pastor, Dr. Mike. Uh, apparently, he is a uh, fellow church member of the church we could cool. both both go to. And uh, it was really nice to meet you and get to talk to you while on the ride back home. Thank you. So, yes, I worked for about six hours nonstop. <laughs> I, it was full I throttle. So, I, I I feel your pain. I've known your pain. Not in the freezing cold, admittedly. Thank no. the Lord. But <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, where, where I work, I work as a sacker at a grocery store. Yeah. For most people now. Um, so, so you're outside all the time. I was outside most of the time, in and I'm wearing 20 de- in ten to twenty degree weather. Exactly, walking through snow. You have never been more thankful for that mask until today. Have exactly, you? <laughs> exactly. Until your glasses fog up and you can't see. Uh, oh, that's normal. You just get used to that after a while. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it was it was a very long day, very long day. Um, mm-hmm. I had one of our coworkers. Uh, apparently, she's not used to standing on her feet so much. She was so she was lying, and one of the one of the lanes <laughs> just sprawled out. It's like I'm not used to just like really. <laughs> I, it I was, it was slow like, enough at some point today for that. It, it slowed down. It'd be like, well, we had like additional like so many other sackers, but uh, I I, I piped up because we had problems with the. Uh, getting people not not saying that we don't have people that can't work but just can't find people uh, find a, a suitable candidate to be a morning sacker so today we had five sackers <laughs> it was nuts and I, I i said that to one somebody it's like well f- 
Finally, they can get another saccharide here. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So, yeah, we've both been rather cold. Yes. But in the chances you've been home and been where you could watch something, mm-hmm. what have you been watching? Oh, uh, let's see. Besides this movie. Besides this movie. Um, I, uh, I started the series, I think last week and I finished it this week, uh, finished mole suit Gundam wing. Nice. And, uh, I just say it's, it's a lot of characters, uh, philosophizing about war and peace and soldiers and people don't talk like that because it was like every character monologuing very philosophically about war and soldiers and as like like every character uh and plus you have a character who has a suicidal complex because <laughs> she she has to find the main character no matter what <laughs> and it's just like ah relina just just calm down girl i know he saved your life once and he threatened to kill you at least three times drop it and move on lady <laughs> And she doesn't even want it with him. It's like, just like, what in the world? <laughs> but uh, the the ending of this show is so weird. And I know a lot of people have mixed reaction. I know it was like one of the first uh, Gundam series to come out in America. Uh, at least uh, English-wise. Because apparently it was simulcast. It was simuldubbed. Um, but other than that, it was... I know people love it. They hate it. Be like, I'm kind of that mix. Be like, I have like fond feelings for it and rewatching it again has like, this is a weird, weird show. And the, the, the fact to be like, this is the first Gundam series to actually do more of the, uh, the pretty boys thing. They, they went into later on. Uh, and that got a little annoying is like, you know, the, the, the bad boy, but good boy, I'd be like, I'm, I'm so conflicted and all this stuff. I'm just like, okay, this gets a little annoying, but the story was good for the most part. Would I recommend it? Yes. Uh, other than that, uh, no, that's about it. Uh, I did do a piece over, uh, Gundam wing. If you want to mm-hmm. go see that, go check it out. My, uh, uh, Jacob's daily art corner. Uh, you can go also check me out on, a. Mm. Sorry, long day. Um, you can go check that piece out. I've got it in uh, ink form and uh, color form. Uh, go check it out. Uh, thanks, Johnny, for the uh, uh, for your raving review of that that piece. Thank you. Uh, other than that, I did a piece for the movie we're doing now, so you can also check that out on a. Uh, Jacob Stately Art Corner wherever else you find me uh, for the most part but I did that uh, yesterday I was off thank you that was awesome um, I don't know about tomorrow but you never know um, other than that uh, I still need to watch a few movies for another podcast other than that I'm good how about you well I watched earlier today this movie right here yeah Palm Poco hmm. was a very interesting movie. That's one we're going to be doing in November when okay. we get to Miyazaki month this year. Also, Sneak preview. 
Yeah, I, I, I want. There was an issue with it I knew of, and I wanted oh, to see what that issue was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Before, to what? How much of an issue it was before we do that? Just in case I needed to say something, and let's face right. it, I got time today. Right. So yeah, there was that, and then I also uh, today. I was inspired by some conversation going over at the, on the uh, Retro Rewind podcast Discord mm-hmm. channel about uh, Dr. Stone, that anime. I'd yep. seen the first three episodes of it, I think, two years ago. Yeah. And I mentioned it on here. And I rewatched the first three episodes. And I'm, re- I'm more intrigued, I think, this time around. So I may finish it, especially since I've got some time. Okay. Also, I watched... Uh, the same two movies you talked about for the other podcast. Mm-hmm. And I watched a lot of dancing in a big lizard. Yes. And then I watched a movie about two dogs and a cat going on an incredible journey. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. Good deal. So what do we got in the news? All right. So let me bring, all right, so info and stuff, or uh, not info and stuff, but news. News. Yeah, info and news. stuff is later. Yeah, we're in news right now. Okay. All right, so apparently Disney has brought as a create a new theatrical short. Uh, it's called Us Again. Uh, it's a vibrant and new and original original new theatrical short uh, that will bring together dance, music, emotional storytelling, and inspired in animation set to debut uh in theaters hopefully um beginning on march 5th uh uh being run in front of the walt disney animation studios newest anime feature raya and the last dragon uh that a movie that's a movie we hopefully will be doing your reaction to indeed all right so uh, now I did not read this, uh, book series as a kid. I know a lot of people have, I know my brother did. He loved it. And I know a lot of people who loved it. Uh, are you mer- the one I'm thinking of? My cousin read it and tried to get me to wrote it, re- right? Read it. Mm-hmm. And I told him I read it. So he'd shut up, <laughs> but I have not actually read it. All right. So Redwall. Yeah. That's what I was thinking it as. Redwall will be a, apparently it's either going to be an animated series or an animated movie. Uh, it's it's saying an animated film. Uh, let's see. Uh, it is currently being developed by Patrick McCall. Uh, he created Over the Wall. He was uh, for Over the Wall, which is a series I think we're going to get into at some point. Uh, and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. <laughs> that I saw a trailer for that. <laughs> No. Okay. I will sit through when when that one comes out. I'm going to suggest we actually do Disney's Pinocchio. Okay. As a tie-in, mm-hmm. but I'm not looking forward to it. Okay. Plus, the original Pinocchio is really trippy. And Guillermo <laughs> del Toro's version is not going to be. Well, it's Guillermo del Toro. Have you seen some of his stuff? Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yes, that will be coming out to Netflix at some point. I think it was um, obviously I don't have the date right in front of me, but it will be coming to uh, Netflix probably some point this year or next year. 
that's all I got in the news. All right, so let's get into the spoiler-free section of this movie, Promare. Yeah, Promare. Which, admittedly, if you're just picking up the box, you're going, what on earth is a Promare? Is that a professional uh, female horse? That was the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, interesting. (laughs) Promare. But no, it's one word. So it's like, okay, and I'll admit, looking at this case, tell me you don't see this. That don't look like a chick. Like it should be a chick. Yeah. Yeah. Leo looks like a chick to me. Yeah. So when I heard Johnny Young Bosch's voice come out of that, I was like, oh, that's a dude. Great. Yeah. To, to hear the, the Black Ranger come out of that character, I was yes. like, okay, that's interesting. That is, an, uh, that is an interesting choice. It fits. Don't get me wrong. I, I was I was halfway expecting to hear him at some point say Mastodon, yeah, <laughs> or Black Ranger Power, or something like that. Yes, either way, he says that later. <laughs> he does. Oh me! Oh my! Uh, so for those of you who don't know what Promare is, which admittedly I didn't before watching this, mm-hmm. I would describe this as Evangelion meets Dragon Ball Z. Am I too far off on this? Uh, not so far off. With a with a healthy mix of kill a kill, <laughs> like a a like a huge dash of kill a kill. Oh and if my you gosh. don't know what or any gr- or better yet, Gurren gr- Lagan. Yes, and if you don't know what any of these words we're saying are, those are all anime. <laughs> yes, which and is, they're all very much influences on this show. That nuts crazy. Well, what do you expect from Trigger? Nothing less. <laughs> this is the company, I kid you not, made an anime series, admittedly shorts, where all the character there was no animation to speak of. It was just still images mm-hmm. of characters that was the craziest crap you ever seen called Inferno Cop. Interesting. I will have to show you Inferno Cop at one point because it's going to blow your mind how, f- well, you'll hate it. Okay. I will guarantee you'll hate it because there ain't no story. It is just okay. stupid joke after stupid joke. Okay, I probably will not like it. You will hate it. Okay. But anyway. Wow. I actually, believe it or not, enjoyed this film. Yeah. Because it scratched that Dragon Ball Z itch that sometimes Dragon Ball Z doesn't do a good job of scratching. Right. Uh, plus, you've got like that super, you've got that kill a kill animation style. So you know all the fights are going to look awesome. And then you've got the weird, thought-provoking stuff of Evangelion, but not as weird as Evangelion. Agreed. It, it doesn't go as deep psychologically. Yes. But there is still some of that in there. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, okay, I get where you're going. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I actually enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. And it's probably the most meta anime that doesn't really hurt it, hurt itself in that meta-ness that I've ever watched. Agreed. Agreed. The um, closest thing I can think to this is Fooly Cooly. And Fooly Cooly breaks the fourth wall so many times it's not even funny. This means- never breaks the fourth wall. No, it's just... The fourth the- wall is completely intact. That is true. <laughs> and yet it's very meta. <laughs> uh, I, I first... Uh, oh my gosh. This movie is bonkers to the wall, insanely good. I know that makes no sense from some people, mm-hmm. but 
it has the it's like Drew said the fact to be like if you've seen Kill a Kill if you've seen Gurn Lagan Gurn Lagan uh, if you've seen anything Trigger you've seen anything Gynax yeah be like this just fits right in there perfectly like if you watched uh, Little Little Witch's Ac- Academia mm-hmm. uh, which has nothing to do with My Hero Academia Little Witch Academia. Little Witch Academia. That's what I meant to say. But, um, but this, the insanity of this movie. But at the same time, it has these very nice little plot threads mm-hmm. throughout it. And it's just about um, human rights and um, human. I mean, like, it, it's all about human rights. It's all about human rights and uh, people. Uh, having the having the right to be free and not being persecuted, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got this really really deep message in there. It's just really really good. The animation in this movie is fantastic. Oh my word! Like the the first time I saw this thing was like, oh my gosh! I'd be like, when I first watched it, I didn't quite understand it, mm-hmm. but after watching it for the like the fourth time, <laughs> um, yeah, just. It's so good. It's I mean, like you could probably sit there and say, well, the most boring thing ever. Then what kind of person are you <laughs> like not to be like there again? Be like you. you. It's drawing from the well of, you know, it's studio trigger and mm-hmm. it's it's founding in Gynax. And you just see all that collide in this movie. And it's just beautiful craziness. Oh, yeah. So, yes, that is my spoilerific. uh you need spoiler free? Yeah. Because we've not spoiled anything yet. No. All right. Spoiler free. <laughs> anyway, let's hit the bumper and we'll get to actually spoiling this thing on the other side. All right. Ray. We're wrong. Okay. This progress is part of Christian Reek Central Network. Yeah. Hey, Scoop, what are you doing, man? I don't know, I'm supposed to be reading an ad. <laughs> All right, hold on, give me give me it. Okay. <laughs> All right, this podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at christiangeekcentral.com. There you can find a collection of blogs and podcasts working together to bring you some of the best content on the web for Christian geeks, such as the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers and Aliens is a conversational podcast and blog that explores the relationship between God and man through the lens of speculative and imaginative fiction and explores speculative and imaginative fiction through the lens of God's relationship with men. Join Ben, Dr. Jace O'Neill, and Steve McDonald, a trio of Christians who are both fans and creators of story, in their conversation about the intersection of faith and imagination. The following is a spoiler-filled review for the movie Promare. Listener discretion is advised. Promare was directed by Kiroyuki Imaishi, who directed Kill a Kill and Inferno Cop. That makes sense. Very much so. It totally makes sense. Uh, The Japanese script was written by Kazuki Nakashima, who also wrote uh, Tengen Tapa Gurren Lagann, and Common Rider 4s. I'm seeing a theme here. You should. 
Michael Schneider, who wrote the uh, English ADR script, also wrote the ADR script for Dragon Quest Your Story. Okay. The music was by Hiroyuki Sawano, who also wrote the music for Kill a Kill mm-hmm. and Attack on Titan. Gallo Timos played was played by Billy Kamitz, and uh, in the Netflix anime Agretzko, that's the one made by the Hello Kitty people about a raccoon who works at an office by day, but then listens to he- play does heavy metal karaoke by night. Uh-huh. And it's a very funny show. Uh-huh. Uh, he played he played the character of Anai in that. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Johnny Young Bosch mm-hmm. played Leo Botia. Botia. Johnny Young Bosch is probably most well known among our generation as playing Adam Park in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And uh, he was also Kaneda in the second uh, d- dub of Akira. Oh, okay. Probably... The Bandai dub. Oh, the Bandai dub. Okay. Yeah, not the streamlined dub, but the Bandai dub. Oh, okay. Haven't heard the Bandai dub yet. It's actually not bad. Although, admittedly, when I watched Akira, I was switching back and forth going, neither one of these are great. <laughs> because, and it's not the dub's fault. Right. It's the fact that because of the way Akira is made, the yeah. it's hard to match mouth flaps. I gotcha. Anyway, Steve Blum played... Uh, Bloom. Steve Bloom. There we go. Played Ignis X. He was Vincent Valentine in Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. And Spike Spiegel in mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop. And many other roles. Mm-hmm. Cray Forsyth was played by Crispin Freeman, who played Captain Justy Ueki Tyler in The Irresponsible Captain Tyler. <laughs> Two different, completely different. Very much. <laughs> very much so. He was also, and just to throw that other weirdness in there, he's rude in Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Really? Yeah. Okay. Also, a completely different character than Captain Tyler. That, that just shows his, his, his range of Very depth. much, very much so. Uh, Mike Pollock played Deus Prometh. He is the current uh, voice actor for Dr. Robotnik in the, in the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. Or Dr. Eggman, as some people know him as. Um, anyway. <laughs> and he also played Yasui in Weathering With You. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Varys Truss was played by John Eric Bentley, who played Barrett Wallace in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, Bayer Colossus was played by Melissa Fawn, who played Edward Wong in Cowboy Bebop. Ah, Edward. Allison Lee Rosenfeld played Ina Ardibet, Ardibet. And the only thing I found that she did that people recognize is she was the voice of Nurse Joy in Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. That's the remake, not the original. Okay. And then Vulcan Hestus, who I just realized both those names are named after gods of the forge. Mm. One Greek, one Roman. Vulcan. <laughs> who was the uh, leader of the Freeze Force, ironically. Yeah. Was played by Neil Kaplan, who played Emperor Zarkon in Voltron Legendary Defender. Now, granted, I kind of wrote this up at the last minute, literally. Mm-hmm. So I miss a lot of people, so my apologies there. But I do have three <laughs> Kingdom Hearts connections. Crispin Freeman played Will Turner and Setzer in Kingdom Hearts. Matthew Mercer played the characters of Ira. He was uh, Gira in Promare. And uh, K- 
Terry Walgreen, who played Lucy Effects in this, oh. was the voice of the grid in the Tron Legacy level in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Oh, okay, interesting. So, info and stuff. All right. I just jumped into the summary. Oh, it's all good. All right. So, info and stuff. On Rotten Tomatoes, that is 75. There is no audience score to this. Sad. Yeah, I got to say that. Uh, it's a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, if you are a uh, subscription holder to... HBO Max. Thank you, HBO Max. <laughs> I, I have it written down here and I couldn't read it. <laughs> but either way, you can watch it on HBO Max if you're a subscription to that. Uh, you can you can watch it on YouTube and Amazon Prime Video for one ninety nine. That's one dollar ninety nine cents. Uh, that's where I originally I watched it on um, Amazon Prime Video. Uh, production company, Studio Trigger. Uh, mostly known for I don't know, Kill a Kill, Little Witch Academia, and a bunch of other good stuff. Uh. X Flag, which be like I've never heard of them besides I hadn't either. Uh, let's see. It was a uh, its Japanese uh, distribution was by Toei. Mm -hmm. Its U.S. was by G Kids. It was a uh, its release date. It was announced at Anime Expo on July second, two thousand seventeen. It premiered in Tokyo, May fifteenth, two thousand nineteen. And to a general release on May 24th, 2019. On June 13th, 2019, G-Kids acquired the film rights for the North American distribution. It was dubbed into English by NYAV Post. It was it debuted in America on November, no, December 8th, 10th, and 11th on 2019. That is a huge turnaround. Yeah. That, well, I'm sure they were going for uh, tr trying to go for a uh, Academy Award. Oh yeah. It's, the movie should have won an award. If for no other reason than visual effects. Oh yeah. Good night. Yes. Um. All right. So we do not have a budget on this film. Mm -hmm. Be like I've looked. He looked. Couldn't find it. Uh. It. All right, so going to box office, uh, it, it's original Japanese release. It earned 1.5 billion yen, and then worldwide it earned 17 million dollars. Now going to another source, its opening release in the United States was 109 thousand dollars for on September 22nd. 2019 uh it's overall u.s gross was 1.3 million dollars and it's worldwide gross was 9.4 million dollars all right now granted we don't know the budget of this film so i wish we had that information but we don't unfortunately not but from what i could tell it made a lot of money it didn't uh to the it, point where there are actually two shorts yeah, with this. Which uh, are very good to episode watch. Episode Gaio and episode Leo. Mm -hmm. And apparently, I don't know if you have this in your notes, 
there was originally going to be a uh, G Kids was originally going to put out in theaters a complete version of this that had both those shorts plus the movie last year mm-hmm. that got set aside because of COVID-19. Yeah, I saw that. Mm. Yeah, that, that would be nice to watch. Yeah, because I mean, if there was a, if I would love to see those edited in because I think that would have worked. It would have. You could easily edit those, at least those two you could edit together and I'm sure you can edit that into the story somehow. Mm. Especially there near the beginning because it does take a little bit to get going. It does. Anyway. Either way, uh, home release premiere, uh, premiere, Promare was released in Japan on Blu-ray and DVD on February 2nd, 2020. Originally set for for a May 5th, 2020 digital home release in North America, the film was released by G-Kids and Shop Factory uh, digitally April 21st, 2020, and it Blu-ray DVD uh, followed up on May 19th, 2020. So, yeah, this movie is relatively available obviously this is drew's copy i have my own copy in my bag that i brought in um, case i didn't have mine out exactly because you gotta you gotta permit you gotta display the movie you're watching well, we don't have to but we do yeah but either way uh so that's all we have in info and stuff all right getting into the summary during a calamity known as the great world blaze fires from mass spomp- spontaneous human combustions killed half the world's population Certain humans developed pyrokinetic abilities during and subsequent to the event and became known as the Burnish. Thirty years later, Gaio Timos lives in the city of Promopolis, where he works as a member of the firefighting group Burning Rescue. They respond to incidents involving Mad Burnish, a group of radical Burnish accused of being terrorists. As Gallo accomplishes the mission, Mad Burnish leader Leo Fotia is sent to prison by Freeze Force, a police force owned by the city governor, Cray Forsythe. However, Leo and other prisoners break themselves free and escape to the cave near a frozen lake. As Gallo arrives there, he sees Leo attempting to revive a mortally injured Burnish using a mouth-to-mouth flame transfer technique. Leo tells Gallo that Cray is capturing Burnish for use in human experiments. Gallo confronts Cray, who informs him that the Earth will soon be destroyed by an uncontrollable surge of magma from the Earth's core. He discovers that the abilities of the Burnish can be used to create a warp drive, which he intends to use to flee Earth with a select portion of humanity. Meanwhile, Freeze Force track the Burnish remnants and recapture all but Leo. Leo returns to the city to confront Cray, though Gallo intervenes and retreats with Leo to the frozen lake. Leo's flames melt the ice and reveal a laboratory run by a holographic projection of Deus Prometh, a scientist killed by Cray. Deus explains that the Burnish can communicate with the Promare, a race of interdimensional flames being, flame beings that reside in Earth's core. The surging magma is a side effect of subjecting the Promare to pain, and Cray's experiments on the Burnish are accelerating its growth. In a mecha of Deus' orc design, known as the Deus Ex Machina, Gallo and Leo return to the city to confront Cray. In the battle, Cray reveals that he is a Burnish and attempts to use Leo to power the warp drive. Though this nearly kills Leo, Gallo revives him using the mouth-to-mouth technique. Together, Gallo and Leo combine the drive and their mecha to protect life on Earth while allowing the Promare to envelop the surface, causing the Promare to burn out and vanish completely. The Burnish become normal humans, and Gallo and Leo resolve to rebuild the world together. 
getting into the trivia for this. Uh, the film itself was inspired by the Hikeshi, firefighting groups organized in ancient Japan due to frequent fires taking place. Uh, Johnny Young Bosch, this is Johnny Young Bosch's first studio trigger project since Kill a Kill released five years prior. Hmm. Mike Pollock, who plays Deus Prometh, and Michael Sinterklaas, who plays the mouse Vinny, have also appeared in the Kirby anime series uh, on separate occasions. Pollock was in Kirby Right Back At You 2001 as Mayor Lynn Blutagas, while Sinterklaas was in the computer animated short Kirby 3D in 2009, filling in for Andrew Renals as Nightmare. Uh, this is one of the last theatrical anime films with the 1967 MPAA logo in the credits. This film uses the same animation style, animation seen in the Lego Movie films, the Peanuts movie, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Really? And a bunch of these people were also on the Pokemon anime at different points hmm. in time. So, yeah. In the English version, hmm. not the Japanese version. So that's the trivia for this. Jacob, your first like, if you please. My first like is the bat insane animation in this movie. <laughs> yeah. There again, bat insane. Like the, the, this is definitely 2.5 D pushed to its limits. Max. Cause the, the keep in mind, 2.5 D is a term I came up with. I've not seen anyone else use it, <laughs> but I'm calling it 2.5 D. Yeah. Cause it's obviously 2D. Yeah. Styled. But it's made in a 3D engine, and there's lots of stuff that look like it's 3D. Yeah, from from camera angles to, like, your character, I mean, like, great character designs. Mm -hmm. Great character designs in this film. You have the range and depth which they use the camera. Like, you're, you're using, th like, three-dimensional shots. You're using, like, every angle possible to use different angles from uh, different perspectives in the film to... Um, emphasize a shot or a push or something like that, which is in not inconceivable, but it's so incredibly well done because the the use of uh 3D 3D image uh 3D you know 3D 2D um mm -hmm. the 2.5D yeah 2.5D yeah thank you that is a good idea um it's it's starting to become a more and more common anim animation style that's Agreed. why I, I i'm just now just gonna call it 2.5 day agreed yeah just just incredible incredible and i i can't see enough about the animation in this movie uh that you get wild insane battle scenes mm -hmm. with these insanely created mechs yeah. Which is like if if you've ever seen a Gynax or a Trigger anything, be like most likely you've seen this. It'll be like, um, there are callbacks to Evangelion and Gurren Lagan mm -hmm. or Gurren Lagan. Sorry, yes, and it's just animation wise, just beautiful, beautiful. You be like you go from the crazy nutty battle scenes to the point where. Uh, Leo is trying to revive this, uh, obviously dying, uh, burnish burnish. And it's just, it's so just, Oh, what's the word? 
like very personal, like everything about it's so personal that you get really into like the, the character's pain just through animation. And it's not, um, there it's not force fed. It's just everything in this film is so incredibly well done. And, uh, like when I first watched it, I was like, okay, this is weird. But after like, it's my second show, my second watching of it, it's just incredible. And yeah, this is probably, probably I'll watch this every year because it's just an incredible film. So yeah, animation wise, yeah. brilliant. What's yours? Jumping off your number one, because my number one is also the animation. Mm-hmm. Good night. I have never seen this much pastel coloring in a show. Oh, good. Ever. Uh, yes. I mean, the, the, the bits of My Little Pony I've seen are not, does not have this much color in it. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> this is so, so bright and mm-hmm. colorful and action-packed. I mean, the, when it first starts, you're looking at going, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know who any of these people are. The music's good. We'll oh, get yeah. into that more in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sitting there going, Am I supposed to know anything about this? And then you realize quickly, no, you're not supposed. This is the, you're not supposed to know anything going into this because they're going to tell you everything and they're going to do it quickly. Yes. Uh, and anything they don't um, tell you, stop. Anything they don't tell you, you pick up. Trust yeah, me, you will. <laughs> not hard to follow. No, it's not hard to follow. This is a very easy movie to follow. Um, the animation is nuts. Oh, throughout the whole thing, definitely. I, the the thing I love are the title cards for every character, oh, every including movie. Vinny. Yes, <laughs> Vinny got a title card at one uh, point. Yeah. It was at the end, but I don't care. I I just love that point during the 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 last fight between. Um... Good night. Uh, Hold on, I'll find it quickly too. Uh, between Crave Foresight and the Deus Ex Machina, that's now another. Uh, it's got like, it's what is it, Gallo E Leo? Yeah, Gallo E Leo, something like yeah. that. Uh, whatever that the first form of the ro- the second form of the robot is, and they're doing that fight, and uh, all of a sudden, because cause Craig never named his robot. No. Because he didn't need to. And if, because uh, no one in real life would call it something like this. It's probably got some boring name like Prototype Robot X75 or something. Except you're not. This is Gallo we're talking about. Yes. So Gallo says, yes, I'll beat your, was it X-Claw? Uh, it's a stupid Ga- name. Yeah, Gallo X. No, Gallo X is the, uh, is the, is his, their robot. I'm talking about Craze Robot. What's Craze Robot's name? One um, second. That great Crazer X. Crazer X. Crazer X. Yeah. This <laughs> is, uh, well, get your Crazer X. I'm thinking, I guess that's its name now. And then three seconds later, Crazer X. I'm thinking, yep, that's its name. And at the same time, you realize Crane never named this thing. No. Gallo you know, did. He never said Gallo did. And that's just its name now. <laughs> no one's going to, no, no one's going to fight this. It's, when the time comes to write this event down in history, because they'll have to, yeah. this is a major point in world history. Right. They're going to say, and 
Gallo and Leo in their Gallo X Leo, whatever the name of that robot is, fought Crazer X. This is the just imagine the history re- teacher writing it going, This is the stupidest name I've ever heard. Gallo D Lion. Gallo D Lion, yes. Because the, the other version is Lion D Gallo. Yeah, Leo D Gallon. Leo D Gallon. Okay. <laughs> These are stupid names. <laughs> Which is why Craig <laughs> says the greatest line in yes, anime agreed, history. Agreed. Will you stop making up stupid <laughs> names for things? <laughs> and he emphasizes it. Yes, stop! Will you stop making names. <laughs> stupid. Stupid names. names. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh. But that, that's that's what you gotta love about Gallo. Gallo is yes, because Gallo very, is Goku, mixed with Ichigo, mixed with every other protagonist of every shonen anime in existence, and, and it makes fun of shonen. Yes, because Gallo cannot help himself, but like every but, time he does a move, he has to announce it. It's like even right. um, to the point where you're going, "Well, you sh- you're sitting there." Going, shut up. <laughs> I mean, this is funny. This is hilarious, but shut up. Yeah. It, but anyway, back to my point yes. about the title cards. Yes. The fact that every time something happens, it's like, and now we have title card. Hard. It's like, to some degree, this is annoying. <laughs> to some degree, this is hilarious. <laughs> and they all look good. Agreed. That's what the weird thing is. It's like, I want to hate this because this is unnecessary, and yet this is perfectly well within the style of this anime, and I yes. really should just let it go. Anyway, Agreed. what's your number two? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the soundtrack. Oh, oh my. Nice. At this point, we've got the same three. Yes. You first. Or just one second play like a- Oh, I know which song you're going to do. Dundade, binande, dundade, banabanda. It's like, you know, I want to hate this song. Can, can you tell he's a music guy? <laughs> but I'm loving this song. I, I need to get the soundtrack. Yeah, because uh, when, like, facts while we're talking. Yeah, it's this was an incredible soundtrack. It'd be like, you could be like, I, I heard one uh, one of the voice actors said, be like, yeah, that's turned to my workout soundtrack. I was like, okay. This was a really cool soundtrack. So I downloaded it and it was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Oh, like the 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 oh, mixture a- of um tech and rock and pop and like you're using like English, English, and then Japanese, and it's just incredible. The soundtrack in this thing is spectacular. So if you watch this film, download the soundtrack. It's so good. It's 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 worth watching. Uh, I'll probably, whenever I get back to running, um, play that either way, the, the soundtrack in itself is worth, worth a listen to worth a download. If it's physical or digital, go track it down. It's so worth it. And obviously we're playing in the background. I don't care. I'm still going to talk. Um, and and plus we don't, we don't want to get copyright for anything, but it's so incredible as you can hear in the background a little bit it's just so good there there's so much mixture of like i said like pop rock um techno and just like like musical melody just so much fun and uh yeah i i, I played this soundtrack when i was driving to work 
And I was like, oh my gosh, can I listen to this all day? This is so good. So yeah, my number two is the soundtrack. It's so good. What about you? As he tries to find the song he's looking for. This is a piano version of it. Mm -hmm. Take it a second to come up. Yeah, it's just... Hang on. It's almost got the Evangelion kind of feel. Yeah. Anyway, that's the song we're talking about, but yes. it's not the version of the song. Yeah, about. it's more piano version. For some reason, the uh, name on the official soundtrack is different, and I hadn't figured out which one's which because the it's listed on the Blu-ray as Kakusei. Hmm. So I don't know what the English version of that is. But anyway, yeah, this soundtrack is rocking. Agreed. You get right down to it. Because I'm, I remember sitting there going, okay, th- I'm admittedly, that first song comes on uh, Inferno, mm-hmm. which is not the song that comes to my mind when I think Inferno. Right. In fact, the first thing I thought when I heard this song is like, this sounds like 90s era contemporary Christian. It in a does. Way. It does in a yeah. way. Wow. I just sit there going, oh, wow. This is 90s. This is very <laughs> 90s. Da, 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 da. This sounds like we would sing it in church. It does. Ex- until you actually pay attention to the lyrics. lyrics. <laughs> oh, go, the 90s. No, no, you wouldn't sing this in church. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> oh, but this is. It is. There's not. Uh, not a song in here I don't enjoy to some degree. And it's just a rockin' soundtrack and I and I love it. And not it's not just the soundtrack. It's how well that animation marries to the soundtrack. Because there is not a point in this film that is not timed precisely. I got you. With with the notes in the songs. It feels almost like a, a, a um, like a music video for the entire length of this feature. Agreed. To, to the point where about halfway through the film, I actually had to pause, breathe, <laughs> because it's like, hold on, how far are we into this? Not because I'm not enjoying myself, but because I need to know how much more time I need to be prepared for. <laughs> because this watching this movie is a bit of a workout. In some ways, because agreed. I when the music starts going and the and the the animation is in sync with it, I start getting pumped. Yes, you know, agreed. And it's just going, and, and, and there's at one point it's like, okay, there, oh, there's the orchestra. Wait, three, two, one. It's like I don't even care that I knew it was coming. It fits. <laughs> They're good. It's perfect workout move music. Yes. Perfect. It's like, I know this is coming. This is the perfect, for goodness sakes, it uses lat motifs. What? <laughs> oh, words you don't know. My apologies. <laughs> Do you know Star Wars? Great example. Okay. John Williams uses what's known as a let motif. Okay. It's a French word or Italian word. I don't remember which, and I can't tell you what it means. But what it essentially means is characters have themes. That makes sense. Or not characters and things, but there are themes used throughout the movie to actually tell you things. Yeah, that makes sense. So, for instance, in Star Wars, 
you have the theme for Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Or really, it's the Empire, because Darth yeah. Vader actually has a separate theme. It's only played in Episode 4 and in Rogue One. But that's beside the point. <laughs> but, you know, the big one everyone knows. Right. Bum, 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 ba-dum, bum, ba-dum. You know that's playing. It's like, okay, the big bad Empire's coming in. Mm-hmm. And then later on, you get to Luke. That's not Luke. Um <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, those are character thing. Uh, that's a character motif. This one is using uh, themes. Yeah, a theme, uh, theme themes. Essentially, is the best way I know how to put okay. it. Okay, because every time you get the the burnish mm-hmm. have a theme. Uh, all the characters have themes, and then the action has themes. Yes, it's, it's like. Okay, we just got into the battle scene. Let's play the battle music just like a JRPG. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> it is so, so good. It is good. And it's like, I shouldn't. Some of this is a little, keyword, little bit. Uh, what's the word? Cliche. Some of this is a little bit cliche on just, what just they do. A little bit. But when you. Uh, but about the once you are bought into it, you don't care. No, of course and not. That's a great cliche. It it's is like, good. When you realize, I could complain about this because it's a little overused. But it makes sense in what's going on, so I'm just going to let it go. Okay. I keep saying let it go today because I think to some degree, I there's a part of me that's going, I shouldn't like this movie. <laughs> well, there's like sometimes you just can't hold it back anymore. Exactly. Third like. Third like. Before um, we go into a... Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Elsa's been pretty mad this week. Yeah, just, just <laughs> mad. yeah. Thanks, Elsa. Um. Oh, the my third like is kind of like it's almost like it's political statement. It's trying to say with the uh, the burn the burnish in there. Is it burnish or burnish? Burnish. Burnish. Because it's burn. Yeah. As in fire burns. Yeah. And it's ish. Burn ish. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I the bad group guy, or the bad guy, the 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 group is called Mad Burnish. Burnish. Yes, that's what it said on their title card. It did. <laughs> it did. Uh, the the more it's not w- that you could read it through their bodies, right? Uh, more it's like it's it's a social justice kind of a statement with the uh, the the Burnish and their uh, being persecuted for the the abilities they they've been born with. Uh, now. What? Abilities they didn't ask for. Yeah, abilities they didn't ask for. Granted, they are using them in ways that really are not good ways of handling things. But they're but, again, but they're again not not all of them are. Take no, the not exa- all of them are. Take the example of the pizza, the pizza guy. Yeah, and that, that's a great scene of where you have this guy who is a burnish and is trying to use well, I mean, his after, abilities. It's after it's been shown to you that the burnish are evil. Yeah. They're going to destroy the city because you get this nice epic scene where they're going in they're stopping mad burnish yeah taking out the was it the future foundation yeah something like something like that future foundations uh building from going on fire Mm -hmm. and you're going okay okay so the burnish are the bad guys so now we're going to have a good time eating pizza Mm -hmm. like okay fine they're eating a lot of pizza but you know what that's fine and you find out it's like that guy's working by the fire I wonder if there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And then Freeze Force shows up. Yeah. And you find out the guy's a burnish. You go, well, that guy was just a normal guy. He yeah, was he's trying just, to live. Yeah, exactly. He's he, trying to make a living. 
And now you're going to put him in jail. Yeah. And you learn later on that there's a lot worse that's going to happen to these people. Oh, especially yeah. to the pizza guy. Oh, yeah. Good night. I was about ready to kick Cray to the curb right there. Exactly. The, the, and he hadn't even, he wasn't even done pissing me off in that scene. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the fact to be like the, the burnish are being used for Cray's experiments and they're being tortured and killed for this. And you just, you feel bad for him. It's like, good mm-hmm. night. And be like, you thought, like the second watching you, I, I saw more of the, uh, the, the understanding of what the birds were going through and yeah. why, uh, especially after you watch the, uh, the shorts. Oh yeah, definitely. And definitely Leo's passion about be like, uh, we're burners, but we don't kill mm-hmm. because that's burners don't do that. But if you watch the shorts, they did that before Leo stepped on the scene. Right. Uh, but it's three just, months before. Yeah. Three months. But the just the 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 statement of that, even though you may be like cursed or blessed with something, it doesn't mean that you are, you know, um, tail end as a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like treating people with respect and treating people with uh, dignity. And uh, it's like, yeah, we, we may disagree with people that have different issues that we are like maybe struggle with different things or may have a, uh, like a different skin tone that we do, mm-hmm. but we should, we shouldn't persecute them for that. Be like, we should, you know, try to come alongside them and be like, Hey, I want to understand why. Yeah. I want to understand why this is happening and, and not, um, uh, and not let's, let's, let's throw them in the prison because, you know, we disagree with this or they're, be like, they're a, they're a possible threat. Yeah. Um, not to get too political, but, Two uh, extremist groups in our current society need to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, I, I'm I not on either side. I just want y'all to shut up. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 message of uh, I wouldn't say tolerance, but more um, of understanding of understanding mm-hmm. people's problems and not not automatically. Oh, what with the scene where the the pizza man is throwing the prison is, um, uh, is hauled off by freeze force. And the people yes. are automatically disgusted. Oh my gosh. The, uh, uh, a burnish made this. Ugh. And our characters make excellent, uh, you're sitting there going, you were just fine eating that before you knew that. Exactly. It's fire. It's not even burnish fire that touched it. It was normal fire. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's, it's more along those prejudice lines that be like, Oh my gosh. You know, as, as, somebody or whoever made this oh this is gross like just like you just said but you enjoyed that like two seconds ago mm-hmm. but I, I think with that it's just more i think as a society when it when it comes to like uh not understanding other people that they may be different or have uh, like or they might be struggling with something it's like hey help me understand this or maybe i can you know yeah. try, try to understand it better and not try to shun you because of that mm-hmm so it's it's a it's a great message just to um, like understand people rather than push them away. And, and I agree. So yeah, that's my number three. My third like is not the political discourse involved. Okay. But the political message in this movie that yeah. thankfully does not hit you over the head. It's just there. Yes. Because so that's the problem I usually have with a lot of stuff is it's like it hits you right upside the head mm-hmm. and it says. Pay attention, like Zootopia does. Yes, Zootopia uh, does do that. Being honest, no, my third like in this movie 
is the character of uh, Gaios. I nearly said Vinny, but that's not that's not as that's the mouse. No, the character of Gaios is got to be. One of yeah, sorry, Gallo. I said yeah, his name Gallo. Right. Yeah, I, I, I was Gallo. I was combining combining both his names. Gallo Timos. Yeah, Gallo Timos. Gallo Timos. Oh my gosh, this character is an idiot. <laughs> he is an idiot, <laughs> but he's the best type of idiot. Agreed. He's passionate for the right things, and he's too stupid to 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 stop and think about what he's doing. Agreed. And he's very passionate about stuff. He's passionate about. I always love this. You know it's Japanese. You know mm-hmm. it's a Japanese anime because the art style and because all the ja- all the original voices are in Japanese. Yeah. This, is, this is an ancient firefighting technique from a, from a far <laughs> off country. I'm thinking, where is this? this if it's not in Japan. Because y'all obviously are talking Japanese in the original version of yes. this film. But it's like, but at the same time, it's like, okay, cool. Firefighting things. It makes sense. Japan would have to have a firefighting technique that maybe did not involve water because... Most of their fires were dealing with magma. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the firefighting spirit. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Of a giant fan <laughs> yes. umbrella thing. <laughs> I'm saying this is a stupid American, okay? I don't know what that is. And at first I looked at it and go, this is so stupid. And then it's like, oh, no, wait, this is a real thing? I might have to look into this. Because <laughs> obviously if, you, if it stood enough time to be remembered, it's either really stupid or it was really good or really worked. Mm-hmm. And then he starts using us like, okay, I don't even care if this is stupid. This is awesome to watch with him with his giant metal version of this thing that makes his armor that makes him move fast. And it's like, oh, how do you like this thing's automatic freezing feature, Leo? It's like, why? <laughs> anyway, I was the guy when he has when he has made a decision. Mm-hmm. You can't change his mind. No, you can't. He's, it's he's, actually he's, is hard to change his mind. Agreed. Because most of this movie, at least a good half of the first half of it, is Gallo realizing Burnish are not the bad guys. Yeah, exactly. They're not. They they are not going about this perhaps the best way possible. Mm-hmm. But they're not necessarily the bad guys. The bad guy is his mentor for so many years, and it takes him. Be feeling it takes it takes uh Cray telling him I how much he hated Gallo and trying to kill him and tried to kill him for Gallo to finally get it through his thick skull. Hey, Cray might be evil. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Just might be. <laughs> and then the rest of the movie is, hey, Leo, I'm gonna stop you, and then we're go- and then we're gonna go down and see this doctor at the bottom of this lake that always helped me cool off somehow. Because, I mean, it's, what, 30... It, it's a huge, deep ice lake uh-huh. that Leo was able to melt completely without destroying the lab in it. Yeah. And then they go meet this doctor guy. Who's named, dead. Na- who's dead, but his name is Deus. And he's, you know, the entire reason his name is Deus is so they can make one joke. Yes. <laughs> and that's because the robot's going to be called Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. For those of you who aren't aware what this term means, it is Latin for God in the machine. Uh-huh. That doesn't tell you much until you remember in Greek, in the old Greek theater, an 
quick way to end a play after they had written themselves into a corner was to have a god come back and fix everything. And the way they showed that was this weird <laughs> machine-like contraptions that would make things happen. That's why it's called God in the Machine or Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially used in terms when they've written themselves into a corner and they've got to have the magic MacGuffin to save everything. Mm-hmm. He names his machine deus ex machina because that's essentially what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. problem is it's not powerful enough by itself no it's not so you gotta have you got first you have to turn it into a leon uh, gallo de leon mm-hmm. and then that's not quite good enough so they s- turn it around to make every to make all the burnish blow up which makes sense when you think about a fire because mm-hmm. you can't is sometimes the best way to put out a fire is to let it burn itself out exactly just putting that out there uh-huh because I don't think they explain that very well in this movie. They don't. It's just like, no, we're just going to burn everything. It's like, but your firefighter spirit says to put out all the fires. <laughs> just putting that out there. You said it so many stinking times in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, anyway, oil and water mm-hmm. combined. Yes. <laughs> that was the other name I wanted to use for this. Was, yes. Because it's like, that is so much what this is. Because oil and water don't mix and yet somehow it works here <laughs> because obviously leo is oil and gallows is water oil and water and they somehow come together despite mm-hmm. the fact they shouldn't yes and yet it doesn't feel contrived uh-huh so I guess it's both Gallo and Leo. I said Gallo. I'm going to go throw Leo in this because Leo was an interesting character, too. He was. He's very cool-headed. Yeah. For oil. Uh, <laughs> or someone who burns. Or burns. But he's... It, it's, it's it's very interesting. There's... But the I do have some issues with this movie. So if it's all right, I'm going to give my first dislike. Go for it. My first dislike... How did the burnish create stuff with their fire? That's a. Hmm. I'm sorry. That confused me the entire movie because first off, they created their motorcycles and their armor out of fire. That's their uh, promare fire, admittedly, yeah. but they made it out of fire. And the armor that he puts on at the end is made out of burnish fire. How does this work? Because it's not like it's fire acting like armor yeah. it is a solid object it that is, is cyber armor made out of burnished fire yeah how that doesn't make any sense well the- and it's something that bugged me throughout the whole movie and it's one of those things where i know let it go it's not important it's important that it happens not why it happens but at the same time i'm going this doesn't make logical sense <laughs> I can kind of work with when the burnish die, they turn to ashes. Makes sense. They're burned up. Yeah. I can kind of understand that the burnish automatically heal from most of their wounds, as long as they're not severe enough. And that's probably why Leo, despite being uh, looking like he's 25, mm-hmm. is probably 60. This is kind of what they yeah, gave the thought it, of. Yeah, it is implied. It's implied that he's much older than he looks. Yeah. So I can kind of work with that. Flame use? Youth, maybe? I can kind of work with that. Those make some amount of sense to me. Yeah. Creating armor and motorcycles and giant mech armor 
from the fire does not <laughs> make sense to me. Well, and it's one of those, it's one. I will admit this is a nitpick. Yeah, because it honestly doesn't matter, but it does bug me. Hmm. The the only thing I can uh, going from the film itself says that the uh, the probear, which is the 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 living life force, which is the uh, the fire from another star, from a distant star in another yeah, dis- universe. Di- it's the parallel universe, which is called yeah. That was the most confusing thing about this film. I don't know. I could live with that. Yeah, it was it was weird, like, but oh, it was it's Promare. They're they're these uh, fire based organisms and a star in a parallel universe that's uh, somehow intersected with our own. Yes. Okay. I've heard worse techno babble. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like that's, that's apparently they can create anything the 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 user or the apparently uh, the the burnish can desire, but that's never really implied. It's never explained. No, it's never fully explained. It's, and like I said, it doesn't need to be explained for the story. It's just something that's like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this works. And it bugs me. Mm, okay. Like I said, it's a nitpick. So, your first dislike. Okay. My first dislike. Now, granted, this is a nitpick. This is an extreme nitpick, and I want more of this. Mm-hmm. Can we get more of... Um, like a pre, like a prelude or a, um, something that comes before more lead up. Yeah. More lead up, more lead up, more, Maybe more time with some of these characters so that we get to know them. Or, so they're not just names in the crowd and go, Oh, look, it's that guy. Yeah. That too. But the point I want to get to is, can we get more of the, uh, the, what was that? The, the great world burn. What was it? The the burning calamity or something. Yeah, the like burning that. calamity or whatever. Uh, Great World Blaze. Great World Blaze. Uh, I want more of that. I, I want more of the the social economics, the political, all of that. Like how that worked because you mm-hmm. only saw like glimpses of it. I'm like, give me more of that. Give me a movie over this. And that this that's a part of me. It's just like, can we get more of this, please? Because this was amazing. Like. Like the the uh, a movie set in that time frame would yes. be awesome. Yes, it but would. I would also say that would not do what they were trying to do with this movie. No, 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 no. This this was maybe something they would do later on. That yeah, was kind of uh, flesh out that or flesh out that story more. But I really, really wanted more of that story. I mean, we we didn't. We we went okay. Here's when the burnish happened. And then well, they, we jump thirty years later. They use the they do at least go into the place because you get the that that beginning where it's like, here's how uh, here here's these three people who are treated badly one in different ways and how they exploded with this anger and fire. Yes, and because when that started, all these others started because you know fire just burns mm-hmm. and chaos and turmoil happened, and that's how they introduce the concept mm-hmm. of the burnish but they're introducing it from the perspective of burnish are the bad guys mm-hmm. i want some i would like a series set in that pre-universe where you can actually go in and meet all these different people and all, not not really a a serial yeah i want like a twilight zone kind of thing where here's this person's story Mm-hmm. On how they became a burnish and all the crazy twi- more like Twilight Zone. Okay, yeah, I want a Twilight Zone style show about people being turned becoming burnish and yeah. this, and 
during the time of the blaze and maybe have that complete a story of the world going into turmoil. Yeah. Or like how, like how Leo became a burnish and stuff yeah, like well, that. It would lead to that. Cause like, yeah. like I, like we keep, like it says the movie, uh, makes it seem like Leo has been a burnish from the beginning mm-hmm. and he's just lived this long. Yeah. It's implied that happens, but it's not really explained that that happens. Because apparently he didn't join Mad Burnish until six months uh, before the movie. Something like that, yeah. It's very quickly before the movie. Agreed. So yeah, that that is my number uh, one. What's his name is still considered a rookie? Gallo. Yeah, Gallo, yeah. Um, But yeah, just the... Yeah, the... Give give me more on, you know, the the background Mm -hmm. of the... Yeah, yeah. My second dislike is similar. It's just I want more time with Burning Rescue. That makes sense. And with Leo's, uh, and and with Mad Burnish, if we're being honest. Yeah. Really, once you get past the beginning, they're yeah. extras. They're extras with names. I, I agree. They with keep you bringing them up because oh yeah, it makes sense they would be doing this stuff, mm-hmm. or they do some interesting, cool stuff, but they're not important to the story anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean. There's some things where they come up, but it's like, no, the important people are uh, Gallo, Leo, and Ina. Yes. Those are the only three people who matter in this movie. Pretty much. And, well, and Cray, of course. Yeah. Those are the only four people who actually matter in this movie. Everyone else is, they've got roles to play, mm. but I get the feeling like they were, in, we were intended to like these characters more. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're given enough time to work with them because you look at the, uh, the the burning rescue group mm-hmm. there's a lot there you can work with in oh terms yeah of absolutely you could talk about in the fact that you've got a mad scientist girl who's got a pet mouse uh-huh who only says vinny mm-hmm. you've got uh the uh the basketballer dude you've got uh um, yeah varus you've got the serious guy who's obviously the leader of the team. And I don't, and, and Ignis, got, Ignis, Ignis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what is, hang on, I'm just looking as right. he steals my pad. <laughs> I'm just looking right quick. <laughs> no, Ignis is not the guy I was thinking of. Oh. I was thinking of, uh, Remy. Yeah. Remy. Yeah. 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 Remy. Who's the cool headed on the ground on the, the field leader. Yeah. And then you've got Ignis. Who's the, uh, the leader of the entire group. Who's going to have, of course, those cool moments of we're going to do the thing. It's approved. <laughs> and you're going, R- really? That stupid move was pl- was approved? Okay. He is he is uh, Gallo. Yeah, he's somehow it'll work. You, got, you have to love that line. Will somebody get Gallo up here to fix this thing? He's the protagonist. He ought to come up here. That's what, that's what you're thinking. But we don't get enough time with them. There's no, so much they could do. Is it's very obvious just looking at their uh, headquarters, mm-hmm. which we only see the one scene of. Mm-hmm. That's like you could do a lot with just this group alone fighting the burnish, and then yeah, they're fighting the burnish because the burnish are doing all this horrible stuff. But you could also work in Leo's group's story mm-hmm. and get more with that group. You could do an easy 24-episode anime with this. You could do a 12-episode anime, and I would be happy. Mm-hmm. But we only get this one two-hour movie, and it's like, I want more with all these characters, because I want to get to know them all. Studio Trigger? 
please make do, a show. Make a show. Please do a show. Call it Burning Rescue. Yes. Whatever. Promare Burning Rescue. Yeah, I will watch that. Watch it. Yes. Please. I will watch that in a heartbeat. Yes. Anyway, your second dislike. Okay, my second dislike. Oh my it's it's like they're trying to beat you over the head with this one point. Gallo over and over, he says it five times. Uh that Cray is an inspiration, that he saved him as a kid, and they inspired him to be a firefighter after, five times. After the third time you go, Cray's gonna bet is gonna ruin this, isn't he? Yeah, pretty much. Because it's like you've said this too much, because you've let us know so many times. This is something you mentioned in your backstory once. Yeah. And then if you have other and if it was a show, yeah, you wouldn't bring it up maybe two or three episodes later mm-hmm. when it, it's an important plot point to an episode. Then two or three episodes later it would come up again. And then once you're getting into the climax, that's when you hit the oh, by the way, Cray is the jerk. Yeah. And if you've been paying attention, you kind of already know that. Yeah. Even though it's not been revealed. Yeah. That's how it would be done. No. And this is like. Oh yeah, Cray sa- Cray was uh, my hero. Was a he saved me when I was a kid. Cray was a hero with my hero. He saved me when I was a kid. And it's like Cray just happened to be there, didn't he? Yeah, Cray much. started the fire, didn't he? <laughs> I was going. Cray started the fire before I even thought Cray is a burnish. Pretty much, <laughs> I'm going. Cray's the bad guy. I should have known this from the beginning when he's <laughs> when he's got his statue outside of the Impossible Building. I'm not kidding. I saw that building go. That building's important because it's impossibly architectured. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the the scene that drives me nuts because you have and it doesn't make sense until you see the rest of the ship. That is true. That is so true. Sorry. So, go ahead. So the 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 scene that drove me nuts because you have when Gallo gets the reward from uh, the commish. And he 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 tells his backstory again, and then you go to the pizza scene, and then he says it again, mm-hmm. and then a character reemphasizes it it's again. Like, it's like we want you to know very clearly <laughs> that Gallo Gallo's idol is uh, Cray. Yes, we want you to know this because, well, you'll find out in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Let's beat you over the head with it <laughs> and i'm thinking i've watched enough anime where it's like you know what i bet the leader of the city is the bad guy yeah, yeah pretty much because that's just how this works and besides he's got kind of the hair yeah of a bad guy <laughs> and then of course the impossible building turns out to be a giant mech well, i'm thinking well that just fits this is anime obviously that is true anyway <laughs> so what is your number three i think i'm on my Second dislike, actually, aren't I? Well, you went first. One. Then you did your one. And then I did my two. Yeah. And then you just did your two. Yes. There you are on three. Okay. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) I get confused. Like we all did. Yes. My third dislike. I don't like the ending. (laughs) Okay. Here's the thing. I know fires burn out. Yes. But it's like, here's the thing. They bring up the Deus Ex Machina. So you kind of know a Deus Ex Machina ending is coming. Yes. 
it's still a Deus Ex Machina ending. It is, and that annoys the crap out of me. It it, it was very annoying. It's like when I when I first watched this movie, it was like, what the heck? Be like, they're putting the fire out in the earth, so you're gonna put the magma out. (laughs) There is that. Yes, I was like, wait, so (laughs) because I'm looking, okay, you're gonna let the fire burn by having it burn. What's about the magma that's already in there? It's still got to be there, otherwise. The planet will die. Yeah, it's it's called a winter Armageddon. <laughs> it's like you're gonna create a bigger problem here. Yeah, if you let all of the magma go, but you're still gonna burn out the Promare. How did the Promare burn out without burning out the magma? Right. I'm confused. And at the same time, it's like, and we're gonna do this, and the movie's over. Trails of fire you always do. <laughs> That's how it goes. It does. It's like you get this big climax and then that song goes. That's the end of the movie. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're not even going to give us that uh, cliche ending. Uh, Gallo went on to do such and such and became the leader of the firefighting group. And <laughs> Leo went, uh, went on to become a... a uh, political organizer and became the next mayor of promopolis you're expecting crap like you that think so but no but it doesn't do that it's just and title cards here's the title cards for other characters and hey vinny's gonna get a title card because why didn't i not give the mouse a title card yeah also did you catch that vulcan hephaestus or whatever his last name is because it's not exactly hephaestus Hephaestus. <laughs> at the end no. of the movie at the end of the movie yeah he somehow pops out of his body oh. and you find out he's a baby man. Oh, that was hilarious. I, I love that. What? <laughs> that was a mech suit? It kind of makes sense. It does make, make sense. There again, it's a trigger thing. I know. And I was like, <laughs> just bring that up out of nowhere while we're going through the ending credits. That's great. <laughs> anyway, it ends. It's like. You're pushing this climax and everything, and you're thinking maybe we'll get at least a scene of epilogue. Uh-huh. Trails of fire you always knew. I was like, I've got to relax, and yet I'm still getting hyped up from the music. I don't know what this is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. That that was good. Deus Ex Machina endings. Annoy me because agreed, and this is the secondary type of it. Where yes, it's a Deus Ex Machina ending that ends too fast. Give us epilogue, give us breathing room. Let us know that these people lived past this day when they somehow saved the world. Because for all we know, burning out the Promare burned up all the oxygen and they all suffocated. (laughs) Tell me that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, true. <laughs> that is so true. There All has right. to be fuel. Agreed. Agreed. What's your third dislike? Okay, my third dislike. Oh, it's I, I don't know if it's a it's 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 a conflict. Let's say that it's a conflict. Cray foresight. <laughs> this character, oh my god. Be like, he he is a good villain, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's just like and there again, it's a trigger. It's a Gynex thing that all your villains have to be over the top nuts. 
and uh, the 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 turnaround that he is a a, a burnish that he he did all these wicked things that he he hates Gallo he wants the world to burn and like he 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 intentionally wants to destroy the the burnish in order to destroy the world so there's the one line where he says that it's like well if we if we do it now it'll be another 6 months i'm like you were going to do this all along and yeah. I'm just like, it just drove me nuts the entire time. I'm like, really? This is the guy's motivation? <laughs> it's like, we either do it now or we do it in six months. Do it in six months? What's the rush? <laughs> you know, or they'll be like, e- even the bigger point that... Here's a wild idea. Yeah. This uh, engine that Leo and uh, Gallo just brought up mm-hmm. is more pure than yours. Perhaps it can actually create the warp engine without make hurting people. Yeah. Cause Gal- uh, Leo can use it without Bert without hurting himself. Yeah. And yet also I would just like to point out all oh, the burnish used to the, the, use the improper uh, impure ones without hurting themselves. Yeah. Just pointing that out yeah, there. Just, Cause then it was a green yeah. light. Uh-huh. When, they'll get hurt when there's a red light, but when the light's green, yeah, everything's going to be deus yeah. ex machina. Okay, this is the one thing I don't like about doing this is that you you have an a, amazing film you love to death and you and nitpick it to you, death. You nitpick it to death, and it's it's so annoying. But I, I love doing this. Um, there again, it's just more like I I, I, I I would also like to point out based on this, mm-hmm. this will not change subsequent viewings for me. No, it <laughs> I was, won't. I was pointing out all the stupidity in yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would I would say it's it's trigger. Gynex villain syndrome. Yes, it's you're over the top. He's be like he's be like it's over the top villainy, and uh, it's it's Which it's, it's not subtle into. at all. There's nothing subtle about this movie at all. I think it's just more there. That's what it is. It is it's very trigger Gynex villain syndrome. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna call that something else for you. Okay, it's Tokusatsu villains. Tokusatsu villains. Okay. I know you don't watch. Sentai, but you know Power Rangers. Yes, I know Power Rangers. It's that style villain who is a villain for villain's sake, except they add just enough backstory that you can kind of see where he's coming from. Oh yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Be he's like, not I... snidely whiplash tying uh, what's her name to the railroad tracks, going hey, try to get that, try to save her now, deadly dude. Right? Yeah. I can't curl my mustache, <laughs> no, <you> can't. <laughs> but it is. It's like it's. Almost that, but they've put enough thought into it. It's like, okay, I can kind of see what you're doing, even though you're going about it the craziest way possible. Like most Super Sentai and Common Rider villains. That is true. Also, also, I do I do want to mention that there again, I love how uh Cray his design, how his backstory and everything is fantastic. It's just this balls to the wall nuts he's just crazy for crazy sake he's villain for villain's sake is his motivations are just nuts yeah and for for me personally when it comes to a villain i want a villain that has be like kind of you know pun intended a slow burn be like it's be like we get this like very slow burn to be like okay this is Can the you villain have a villain. burnish burn slow villain wise maybe yes <laughs> <laughs> But there, there Leo again, exists. So yeah, Bernie yeah, Leo does slow. exist. Yes. Uh, so yeah, just just that. It's just kind of nuts. Now, I, now 
granted, this is not my fourth. This is more a nitpick towards. Oh yeah. yeah. When 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 people talk about this film, I've, I've seen it. This a few is times. what they're going to complain about. Oh no 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 no! This there there's this there's this thing going around with uh the 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 all type of shipping. We're going to ship characters. Oh, I don't ship crap. No, I I, I don't. I've, I've done it once with Harry Potter, but nothing else. But um, you were a Harry Hermione person. Yes, I was. Who was it when they first read that and go, oh, Hermione's love interest? Yeah, exactly. It made sense. Why do you pick Ginny? <laughs> Just saying. Or let's not go there on Yeah, on exactly. Yeah, have, that's, that's a different. I have my theory as to why he picked Ginny, but we're not going Yeah, I, I know why, but it was, it was stupid. We'll go there when I hit off. Yeah, exactly. So, my there's this weird... This, Okay, here I want to I want to bring this up if I can get the tab to do right. Here we go. You trying to bring up Gallo and Leo shipping? Yes, exactly. Gallio, Gallio, whatever. <laughs> but uh, the they they're always pointing to it's like well it's very obvious because they kiss at the very end. He's a freaking firefighter Have for crying you out loud. Heard of CPR? Yes, exactly. That is really what that is. It's exactly. CPR. He's trying to bring him back to life. He's a firefighter. He's an EMS tech. Like, that's what he's doing. <laughs> that's his job. It, it, it wouldn't matter if it was the villain. That's what that's what Gallo would do. Yes, he, he would, would try to save him. Because that's who Gallo is. Exactly. He's a firefighter he, through and through. As much as he hates Cray by the end of this, he would try to save him. He, he did save Cray. Yes. Because that's who Gallo is. Yeah, and Gallo didn't know if giving him that fire was going to work because he didn't know why the fire was with him at that point. Exactly. He just knew it was Leo's fire and it was protecting him. It's like, yeah. well, I'll just give it back to him. How do we do that? Well, I saw him do it earlier by uh, breathing into that girl yeah, exactly. to try and get her breath started. It yeah. must be a similar thing. It's called CPR. <laughs> In fact, there was a point there where it looked like he was about to give the heart resuscitation thing. So yeah, call, it did. call that. Yeah. It's like, Resuscitation. It's CPR, people. Yeah. Just just like I mean, calling I, that the kiss of love is like calling uh is like making fun of someone for Ooh, you kissed a girl. I was trying to save her life. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. <laughs> Sorry. It's oh my gosh. I shippers. Yeah, I I'd be like, now if you are a shipper and you like the ship things, that's perfectly fine. This now, yes, I, I like I, to ship things. I like to ship things through the mail. <laughs> That's the, and I like to go on two ships, but I do not like to, and I have had theories about people who should have relationships. Yes. But I don't do shipping because shipping is fan theorizing and fan theorizing, if not done correctly, will ruin the movie you're watching and not allow you to enjoy the movie you get. Exactly. That's the problem I have with shipping. Yeah. So it's the same problem I have with people who have a theory about the way they think a movie should go. Mm. And when they go from watching a trailer, when they go into the, Oh, well that's just a missed opportunity. Maybe that wasn't their point. Yeah. Or, or one, or one I've seen with the uh, tangle of the series. They, they, they try to ship two of the characters. I'm like, let's not go no, there. No, that's just stupid. <laughs> Any like, anyways, I just wanted to bring that up. Cause I thought it was just kind of weird. Okay. Cause I, I saw people talking let's about Let's get into ratings. Yes. I think we're to that point. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, we are. I'm giving it a nine. Okay. This is just a fun movie. <laughs> Agreed. I, as oh. this one here, I down to it. It's a fun movie. So Agreed. I'm giving it a nine. I would agree. Uh, I had another score written down, but after this, after this review and 
just be like how fun this movie is. Yeah, it's a nine. Mm -hmm. It's a solid nine. It's one of those movies highly recommend. Is it family friendly? Maybe. Mostly. Mostly. It does have a, a bit of language. Yeah. Um, it not any worse than some. What is, what is this movie rate? Is this that movie have a rating? Should. PG 13. It's yeah. PG 13 people. Yeah. Or some violence and language. Yes. So be like, yes, I'll give it a nine. Is it family friendly? It depends on how like the age of your kids or what have you. But other than that, it's a fantastic film that's worth a watch. Go rent it. Go buy it. Um, go watch it on HBO Max. Go watch it on HBO Max. You have your subscription to that. Uh, by the way, you watch the um, Justice League trailer, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting ready for that. Oh, my gosh. Just saying. Either way. You when I go there, I'm just tired of the, I'm just tired of people on Facebook. Yeah, agreed. Either on way. sides. Yeah, either way. Uh, I think that kind of wraps things up. Yeah. So, next week. By the way, guys. I have the dice here. Mm -hmm. The dice is here because it's in a place of honor from all the good times it gave us over the last two years. Exactly. We don't roll anymore. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We've decided to schedule things out just a little bit better. So uh, next week, and, and right now we're going through what was left on the dice. Yeah. Uh, before we decided to get rid of it or be before September, before October. Yes. So next week we are doing Batman versus two face. That is the sequel to Batman return of the caped crusaders. The final role of Adam West. And this, you're going to see the thing I hate. I don't, I dislike about this movie and it has nothing to, and it's actually something they were doing good. It had things changed. Yeah. Because they were setting stuff up. Yeah. And, and fortunately we're never going to get to see it. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah. So yeah. Join us with Batman versus Two-Face next week. Yeah. This has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we'll catch you in the next frame. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! So where can they find you, Jacob? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. Also on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. I don't get to it as often as I like, but uh, join me there. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron. On Twitter at Jacob Heron and Letterbox at Jacob Heron. So where can they find you, Drew? You can also follow me on Letterbox at GGeorge759, Facebook as Drew Dodgen, uh, my Facebook page where you can see pictures I've taken at Drew's Photo Bin. You can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cast underscore cell. You can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thecellcastgaming. You can also follow us on YouTube at Cellcast. Listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and your favorite podcast directory. You can also listen to us on the Movie of the Week podcast with Jim Heron, where we talk about live-action movies. And remember, Cell, Cell is a single, single L. L.